Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I am so excited, personally, it's one of my indulgences of being on the radio that I get to talk to people I've always wanted to talk to. And right now, we're joined by Dr. Gary Chapman, the author of The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. And I have to tell you a story. I, um, I am the author myself of Secrets of a Jewish Mother with my mother and my sister. So I'm pretty much of a maven myself, although my book's only been translated into four languages, and this one has been translated into 49 languages. But I consider myself somebody who truly values relationships above all as the most important thing in life. And I will tell you that the book, The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts, has changed, truly changed, the way I analyze and look at the relationship I have with my husband of so many years that we don't even count them anymore. Many, many, many. I was a child bride of 21 when I married Bill, and we've been married a really long time. And you know, it just shows you that there's always something to learn to improve your relationship. Joining us now is the author of The Five Love Languages, Dr. Gary Chapman, who was also a pastor in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. The book has sold over 11 million copies worldwide. Dr. Chapman was a family counselor in private practice for 40 years. And this book is a book that is used in counseling, in premarital therapy, in postmarital therapy. Dr. Chapman, hello and welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show. Well, hello to you, Lisa. It's great to be with you today. It is great to have you, and I also want to say that joining us in the studio, we have our own morning show host, our own star here at WICC, Melissa Sheketoff. When she heard you were coming on the show this morning, she ran down the hall and said, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> <laughs> Your book is amazing. <laughs> my husband's geeking out listening to the show, too. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, that's great, Melissa. Good, so good we're, to we're, with you. So yeah. we're both here. We're going to tag team you a little bit, Dr. Chapman. The first thing I want to ask you is, do you recall after all these years when it was, how it was that you said, oh my goodness, five love languages. I think I've got it. <laughs> well, I do remember it. It grew out of my counseling. I've been counseling for a number of years and I uh, realized that, uh, 
you know, what made one person feel loved did not make another person feel loved. So they would sit in my office, and she would say, I just feel like he doesn't love me. And he would say, I don't understand that. I do this and this and this. Why would you not feel loved? You know? <laughs> so I heard similar stories, and I knew there had to be a pattern behind all of that. So eventually I took time to sit down and read several years of notes that I made when I was counseling people and asked myself, when someone said, I feel like my spouse doesn't love me, what did they want? What were they complaining about? And their answers fell into five categories. And I later called them the five love languages and started using it in my counseling. And uh, it was just amazing. People would come back and sometimes and say, Gary, I mean, this is, this is making everything different. So it was probably five years after I discovered the concept and uh, started using it in my counseling that I actually wrote the book. But that's how it happened. <laughs> well, 203-333-9422, if you want to join the conversation and ask a question of Dr. Gary Chapman, the author of Five Love Languages. Uh, can you tell us what are the five love languages, Dr. Chapman? One is words of affirmation. You look nice in that outfit. Really appreciate what you did. Just using words to affirm something about the other person. And then there's gifts. It's universal to give gifts as an expression of love. The gift says, ooh, they were thinking about me. And then acts of service doing something for the other person that you know they would like for you to do. Remember the old saying, actions speak louder than words. Well, if this is their love language, it's depends. true. Right. Actions do speak louder <laughs> right. than right. words. Right, you're right about that. It depends, right? Sometimes yeah. Wor- yeah, right. you're right, if that's their language. Okay, keep going. And then quality time, mm. giving the person your undivided attention. Mm-hmm. I do not mean simply being in the same room. <laughs> I mean giving each other your attention. And then number five is physical touch. So those are the five. And the basic concept, of course, is that out of the five, each of us has a primary love language. And if you don't speak that one, they will not feel loved, even though you're speaking some of the others. And that is really the key, isn't it? That they won't feel loved unless the primary need is met. What I, love exactly. ab- what I love about this is you don't spend all that much time going into the psychotherapy of why an individual has to have physical touch or why an individual has to have gifts. You're, you're going to the end. You're going to, to the reality of this is a fully formed adult and this is what they need to feel loved. So let's start from there. Yeah. You know what I did? I tried to leave out all the psychological jargon and just write this book so that the common person who wasn't exposed to all the psychology could understand it. And that was what has been so rewarding to me is that people all over the world, you know, have found this to be meaningful and really change the emotional climate in their marriage. So Gary Chapman, I am Dr. Chapman. I'm married since 1982, which means since it's an off year, I can never do the math. But it's a long (laughs) time. And I married at 21. My husband's 22. And I took your assessment. The assessment is the beautiful part of the book. The Five Love Languages has an assessment at the end for him, for her. And then you do the assessment and it gives you some information about yourself that you can then bring back to the relationship as a way of beginning communicating, beginning to communicate. But what I was, so I was really interested, Dr. Chapman, and I want to know the answer to this from you. I think my answers would have been different 30 years ago than they are today because as I was doing the assessment and evaluation, 
the things that were that I was putting down as most significant to me were things that I realized I missed that are not in my relationship now. And so if you had asked me 20, 30 years ago what I thought might have been most meaning or, meaningful or significant, I might have had a different answer which might have given me a different love language. I think my love language has changed because over time there are recognized patterns in a relationship, there are deficits and there are pluses, and the assessment helps me to figure out what the deficits are. Does that make sense? It does, it does. Well, the important thing is knowing what makes you feel up today. <laughs> okay. Okay. But um, I think like many personality traits, the primary love language tends to stay with us through a lifetime. However, having said that, I think there are certain seasons of life or circumstances where the love language may change. That is, for example, if a mother has two or three preschool children, Acts of service may not be her primary love language, but during those years, it's probably going to jump to the top right. because she's overwhelmed. It's right. kind of what you're saying, you know, the circumstances have changed. Uh, the other factor is, I think, that when we're in love, we, we, don't, we don't know what's making us feel loved. That phenomena we call being in love, I mean, it's just, you know, we, we're obsessed with them. Uh, but when we come down off that high, that's when it's really important mm -hmm. that we determine what really makes us feel loved uh, so that we can speak the right love language to each person. So, yeah, I think, uh, and here's another scenario. If your number one and number two, your primary and secondary love language, are very, very close, which is often the case, then if you get enough of number one, you may get the sense that, oh, I believe number two has become number one. I see. But if they take away number one, you'll quickly say, oh, no, 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 uh, that's still my love language. I gotcha. <laughs> We're chatting with Gary Chapman, the author of Love Languages, which is the runaway phenomenon. And I will tell you, this was sent to me. So my very best friend from college is... Um, as I said, I'm the author of Secrets of a Jewish Mother. My very best friend from college is a missionary kid. And so she grew up in a, in a home where Christianity was very much of in their faith. And her brother, who's become a dear friend of mine, sent me this book years ago. It took me a while mm. to pick it up. I finally picked it up and it was a revelation. You know, like a lot of things you get in the mail and you don't pick it up. Yeah. But, well, but, it really, <laughs> but it really was and is a revelation. And I, and I think that the movement of love languages is, is a great movement movement for people who are in relationships, whatever their faith. I see these as universal yeah. truths. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, and I wrote it, uh, you know, to apply to all, all faiths. 
And what really surprised me, Lisa, was the uh, translation and publication in other languages. Because my academic background before I studied counseling was anthropology, cultural anthropology. So I had a deep appreciation for cultural differences. So when the per first publisher came, which happened to be Spanish, and asked uh, permission to, uh, to publish it, my, I said to my publisher, I don't know, does this work in Spanish? You know, I mean, <laughs> they said, well, they've read it and they want to publish it. Mm -hmm. So we gave them permission, they did, it became their bestseller. And uh, then came all the other languages. So that really has surprised me. And it does seem that these five languages are pretty fundamental to human nature, whatever the culture. And I, and I recently discovered that a dear friend's daughter, my goddaughter, in fact, a millennial, and we're going to let Melissa Sheketoff ch uh, chime in in a minute because she's a millennial. She will not date somebody until the love language questionnaire is completed. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's a millennial thing or her thing, but it intrigued me immensely because she felt it was that important. Melissa, welcome to the conversation. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm just kind of fangirling over here, <laughs> so that's why I haven't said anything. <laughs> no, it's very cool. I think what's neat, Dr. Chapman, is the fact that, so my husband and I have been together 11 years, but the majority of those were dating years, and we met in college, and before we got married, we did premarital counseling, which is how we came to your book, but it was funny because when we entered counseling, uh, you don't really realize, like you were saying in the early years, you don't realize what, if you really are in love or, you know, you're just kind of in this fantasy world, sort of. And I'd say seven, eight years into our relationship, we sort of get stuck in our ways. And it wasn't until we went to this class and we read your book that my husband and I came home in tears. Now, neither of us are very emotional people, but we came home in tears because it was so clear that, oh my gosh, for seven years when you'd come home and all of a sudden you'd be in an okay mood and then your mood would drop it was because my husband hated that he'd come home and the dishes were still in the sink and instead of me watching a tv show for two hours i could have just taken five minutes to do acts of service because apparently that's what shows him i care for him and then vice versa for so many years i'm more of a, i like physical touch i like to hold hands we're the same like exact way and mm -hmm. melissa and i were chatting earlier because yeah. i turned out that my number one is physical touch mm -hmm. But for sure, I don't even have to read bills. I know that his whole being is acts of service. And yeah. it's the way he shows me love every day, all the time. Mm -hmm. But obviously, it's yeah. not enough for me. Right, <laughs> right, right. Well, it's, yeah. that's yeah. just it, exactly. But it's what's crazy that Lisa and I were kind of talking about is, for us, it was seven years into our relationship, and we've never looked back since. It's been, you know, it, that's just how it's been. And our marriage has worked beautifully. Yeah. We've, you know, brought in a son and everything. I mean, it's been beautiful. But like Lisa was saying, you know, you know 11 years versus 38 years or my own sisters who are still dating their boyfriends I've given them both your book I don't think it really matters how long or how short you've been dating this really can change relationships I think that's what's so important and I don't think people should be worried and correct me if I'm wrong you know thinking well I think our relationship is fine I don't need to know what's going to make me happy in five years 10 years 15 years because maybe you haven't recognized like we didn't it's that true. you have needs absolutely yeah. and there's always yeah, things you can learn I think that's true yeah. I, I want to ask you Dr. Chapman in general and I know it is a gross generality but are there gender differences that you have noticed over the years in other words do more women uh, put down physical touch as their number one and more men acts of service as an example are there gender differences as a generality you know, you know uh, what our research has shown is that uh, there's a there's just a slight uh, reference there that the quality time tends to be more primary with females 
and words of affirmation tends to be slightly more predominant among males. Mm -hmm. But really, uh, they kind of they kind of scatter evenly among the among the sexes. They're not they're not gender specific. A man can have any one of the five, and a woman can have any one of the five. Those were our number twos. That's what's so funny. Really? Words of affirmations. My husband's number two, and quality time's my number quality two. Quality time was mm -hmm. my number two. I'm not sure about bills. I would have to. Yeah, my husband is words it. of affirmation. Yep, he wants to know he's doing good. And yeah, well, mm -hmm. I think it's all about the points, as someone said to me this morning. <laughs> it's we want points. This very lovely man said to me, "We want points." I, I want to yeah. just read for the audience. We're talking with Dr. Gary Chapman, the five love languages. There's an assessment at the end, and some of the statements are it's more meaningful to me when and then you have to choose one or the other I get the chance to just hang out with him or I unexpectedly get small gifts from him here's another one I he it's more meaningful to me when I hear him tell me I'm proud of you or he helps me with a task and so on and so forth who actually came up with the assessment questionnaire you know it was a, a psychology friend of mine who did that I did not do the assessment myself but uh, it served well through the years. We've done a little bit of tweaking along the way, but uh, not much. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm very encouraged with that. You know, I was just told the last week that 32 million people have taken the online quiz. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. My goddaughter, who's a millennial, she's 27 years old. She says before she'll go out on a date with a guy, she wants to know his love language. And isn't that brilliant of her? Mm, I was going to say she's but I smart. I think it's wonderful. You know, <laughs> yeah. I do think this, at least I've seen this recently. It seems to me that the younger generation are much more in tune with the fact that we have to work on a marriage. We have to learn things if we're going to have the kind of marriage we want to have. And I don't know if that's because they've seen so many of their friends or sometimes their parents who've gone through divorce and they don't want that and they want something better. But I do sense that they're, they're highly motivated to learn everything they can learn, you know, before they get married and then in the early days of marriage. Well, there's a big fear out there. Well, I think the fact that 50% of marriages fail is terrifying. Well, 50% of marriages failed from their generation. Mm -hmm. So in my generation, we didn't see my right. parents have that same ratio. Right. Your generation right. did. So, yes, yeah, it would make logical sense to try and hedge your bets a little bit. Mm -hmm. 100%. So, and Dr. Chapman, so you know I'm going to ask you. You know I'm going to ask you, right? What's your love language? <laughs> Come on, what's words your love of, language? Words of affirmation oh. and my wife is acts of service. That's why before I leave the house every morning, I take the trash outside and she comes in and looks in the trash can and says, oh, that man loves me. Oh, <laughs> isn't that wonderful? And she tells me that I'm the greatest husband in the world. <laughs> Isn't I know she exaggerates, but I like it. But you like it. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? And how long have you been married? 58 years. I got married God when I was you. nine. God bless you. 58 years. Yeah, and you have, do you have children, grandchildren, the whole thing? Yeah, we have two, two children, grown children, both of them married, and they have two grandchildren. So Beautiful. Yeah. Are you in Winston-Salem, North Carolina now? Are you still there? I am. Yeah. I've been here for over 50 years. Yeah, of course, I grew up in North Carolina, but I've been here in Winston-Salem for over 50 years now. Can, can you help me with a little geography? My daughter lives in Charlotte. How far is that? Oh, away? yeah. Okay. We're only an hour and a half north of Charlotte. You're north of Charlotte. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. You going to pay him a visit? Yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> you should. I would love to go to... So do you preach in your church on a Sunday? 
So I'm not I'm not a preaching pastor, you know, on a regular basis. I'm an associate pastor and work on the church staff. In fact, I've been on the same staff for 48 years, and uh, so I and but primarily counseling through the years has been my responsibility. Now I do preach, you know, when the pastor's away, and that sort of thing. But I do I do a lot at this juncture. I do a lot of speaking outside the church, you know, all over the country. I bet marriage seminars on Saturday and. And a lot of other things, yeah. Well, you've really contributed very beautifully uh, because I want to say that your words have made a difference and your approach has made a difference. And, you know, when you lay your head on your pillow at night, you ought to feel really good about that, Dr. Chapman. You know, I do. I'm very, very uh, encouraged by what uh, how this book has helped so many couples. Uh, you know, all of us want to have good marriages. And when you can give something out there that helps people have that goal met it's very satisfying thank you very much for being on the show yeah thank you dr chapman this literally just made 11 years of my dreams come true this is really? amazing this is my favorite moment in radio by far so it's, thank you it's very beautiful well, Lisa and, Mel- and melissa thanks for what you're doing so keep up the good work of encouraging people we try we do our best thank you so much dr gary chapman on the lisa wexler show here on wicc 600 stay tuned for more Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.